Hey, welcome to the Recappers Podcast. I'm Todd. And I'm Nat. We got a special episode, Todd. We're going to be predicting and previewing round two of the Western Conference. Uh, I'm excited for these these series. There's two series that we'll be talking about. I'm excited to talk about them. You ready? Let's do it. All right, so first off, we're uh, let's recap uh, the game seven, uh, the final game of the first round. Mavs and Clippers. It's kind of went pretty much cl- pretty close to what we thought uh, initially. Uh, what are your what are your final thoughts on that series? Yeah, I mean nothing really new. Like to me, I mean as you said, it went it went the way we thought it would. Uh, I thought I I knew the whole series that the Clippers were just the more talented team, the better team, and they showed that today. I mean it was pretty close at first, but Luca struggles in the second half of games, and it's because he just gets worn down by this physical Clippers defense. And uh, the Clippers showed why they were the best three-point shooting team in the regular season. And they also showed why they're just one of the most talented teams in the league in general. Um, it was easy. I, was, I never thought that the Clippers were going to lose this game. Uh, it was nice to see Luke Kennard get some run, hit some buckets. That was big for the Clippers. And Marcus Morris uh, shot the way he shot in the regular season. It, it was a blowout after the third, in the middle of the third. Um, Mavs have a lot of work to do. I mean... I hate the Mavs, but congrats on a great season. Like, you guys overperformed, in my opinion. I mean, you guys were rated to be the fourth seed, so you were a bit overrated. But I didn't think... I I have to give credit to the Mavericks because they pushed a good Clippers team. Obviously, the Clippers were playing down, but they pushed a good Clippers team to Game 7. And that's something to be proud of um, if you are a Mavs fan because you pretty much played without Porzingis this series. And... As I said, it's just you just can't win playoff series, especially of this magnitude, uh, playing ISO ball the way Luca does, and um, that showed today. Honestly, you just can't put you can't put all your faith into one guy, and they did, and he burned out. And yeah, Mavs were better than I expected them to be. I expected this to be an easy series. Mavs are better than I expected them to be, but I do think that um, they have a lot of work to do. What about you, Todd? I'm sorry. By the way, yeah. Uh, I mean, we both, even before the series, predicted the Clippers to win. Mm-hmm. I had the Clippers even going to the finals out of the West. I'm probably going to alter that prediction as we go on. Um, but uh, I think the Mavs should be proud of the season they had. I think the Clippers were a really good team. And the fact that they took them to seven games is incredible. They had, they should have, um, I think the only way they would have won the series is in game six. I knew, we both knew that when it was coming to game seven, there's no way the Clippers are going to lose a game seven at home. Um, but I thought Luca played a great series. I think Mavs definitely have a lot of work to do in the off season. I need, need to put pieces around him that kind of fit the same way that the Sixers do with Ben Simmons. Um, but he averaged 35 over the series for uh, points per game. And I think that's, you know, that's incredible no matter who it is. But uh, I think uh, for one thing that the Mavs did is that they kind of, you know, kind of exposed the Clippers in some of the weak spots that they have. I think the Jazz finishing their series in five games. Uh, I'm wondering what they're going to do, and we'll kind of lead to that in our next uh, our uh, next series prediction. But yeah. um, they have a lot of I they have a lot of film, be... man, and a lot of rest, which was big for them. Yeah. Um, but as I said, and it's, going, you know, and not... it's going and it's going straight to the Jazz for yeah, home, like for going sure. straight to play in Utah. Yeah, they're playing on Tuesday. That's a quick turnaround. So yeah, um, I mean, for me, I'm not a, I'm not afraid to admit that I was wrong. I was wrong about the Mavericks. I mean, as I said, they were projected to be a four seed in the in the West. I thought that they were more of like a seven seed, but they played, I mean, they pushed a good team to the to game seven. I still think 
they were overrated to start the year, but they played really well in this series against yeah. um, against the Clippers. So I'm not afraid. To, I thought they were going to get. I thought they were going to get mopped. <laughs> I literally thought they were just going to get run yeah. out, run, run at the gym. Yeah, so I'm not honest, afraid to admit that. Honestly, wrong. yeah, honestly, I think we're also both wrong about the Clippers. Like I think we thought the Clippers were a much better team than for sure. They, I mean, we thought, part of that so. is the Mavs playing well, but part of that is the Clippers just underperforming and playing to the level of the Mavs because they're the most. Honestly, the Clippers and the Nets are probably the most talented teams in the league, uh, just yeah. all around depth and everything. But yeah, let's do let's use this as a segue into the first series that we're going to be talking about. It's going to be the Jazz hosting the uh, Clippers, the ones that just played uh, their first games on Tuesday, as we discussed. Uh, you were really high on the Jazz, and you were really high on the Clippers too, uh, and you had some question marks in the first round uh, during the preview episode we had. What 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 do you think about this series now after seeing round one? Yeah, I definitely think um, I don't have the Clippers going to the finals anymore. Um, I really got high on the Jazz uh, once I it took me. I think the only reason I was really apprehensive about the Jazz was just because Donovan Mitchell was out. So we're making the initial predictions. Donovan Mitchell had missed two months, and co- him coming back and, and not even missing a beat. I mean, he comes back and he's averaging thirty a game, and you know they're just dominating the Grizzlies, who are a really good team for most the pretty much the whole series after Game One. Um, I just, I'm pretty high on them going and plus playing in Utah is just so hard. It's kind of like playing in Denver. There's just this like other element besides the fans just being extremely aggressive and intense. There's just this other element about playing there that I think has always just been, been tough. I mean, it was tough in the Carl Malone, Carl Malone days and it's, it's still tough. So I think, uh, the Clippers have a huge task on their hand. I, I don't know if they are gonna, gonna make it out of the series. So if I had to make, put a, initial prediction on it i would definitely say uh like jazz and six what about you that seems to be the typical uh if you're like these teams are pretty evenly matched we just go six games i i agree with a lot of what you said because i think the jazz are a really really good team and as we discussed i think the clippers are not who we thought they were but i will say this the clipper team that played in the second half of this matchup today and in game three of the of again in this series against the Mavericks are the team that we thought they were. You know what I'm saying? Like if that team shows up against the Jazz, the Jazz will have their hands full and they will probably lose the series. But you don't know what Clipper team's going to show up. Am I right? Like yep. Here's how here's how I anticipate the series going. I mean, and kudos to both teams in this first series that we talked about the Clippers Mavs. Like they made a lot of adjustments throughout this series. Like the Clippers weren't shooting well. They used some things to get some shooting on, into the lineup, and like they had to play some chess. And yeah, I Patrick Beverly move. Lot, yeah, the Patrick Beverly move. Reggie Jackson in the starting lineup. Terrence Mann getting into the rotation. Yeah, um, things like that. Zubots being you know moving to the bench too, and starting Nick Batum at center. Like, there's going to be some chess mat, like some chess moves in this series because Gobert is a different like beast, you know. Like, Gobert is going to make you change the way you play basketball. I'll say this. What were the Clippers successful with in this first round? They were getting to the rim at will against the Mavericks, and they were scoring. Kawhi was dunking all over everyone. Paul George was getting to the rim with his little slithery finishes. Um, they were just scoring at the rim. Obviously, they're, they were the number one shooting three-point shooting team in the regular season, right? But that's how you beat the Jazz. You have to be able to shoot. You have to be able to hit shots. Because we talked about this in the Memphis series with the Jazz. It's it's shooting that the Grizzlies like lacked because Gobert clogs that paint. You're gonna have to hit your open threes. You're gonna have to 
Like they're not gonna, they run out on you. They they make things hard for you. Um, they're just a really complete defensive team. Mike Conley Jr. Um, is one of the best like defensive players like per defensive rating in the league. He get he doesn't get the he doesn't get the recognition he deserves. Um, but I will say this: he got hurt in Game Five of the Grizzlies series. I don't know if he plays, and if he doesn't play, then I think the Clippers win Game One. Honestly, like if if Conley isn't there, I don't know if the Jazz are good enough because he's one of the best defensive players, and he he's he's quietly getting you twenty twenty a game with a couple with like six or seven assists a night, and uh, it takes a lot of it takes a big load off of Donovan when Mike Conley is there, and it gives him another defensive counterpart because as we talked about before, like Donovan's not known as the best defender. He's a willing defender, but he's not known as one of the best defenders. So. Put that into a matchup against Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, who can score a lot and live in the mid range. Like they're gonna get a lot of good buckets, and so I'm I'm ex- I'm so I'm super excited for this series because, in my opinion, this is the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, this is. I the think best whoever wins this, yeah, I think whoever wins this is going to win the West. Yeah, and I think, here. I think it's gonna be Utah in seven, Utah in seven. That's my that's my vote. But I wouldn't be surprised if they went out and lost game one. If Mike Conley's not healthy, hamstrings are tough, man. Yeah, they he pulled are. his hamstring, um, soft tissue injuries. You never know what's going to happen. I think it's going to be interesting to see if the Clippers can shoot the way they did in the regular season, or if they're going to shoot the way they did against the Mavs, because they weren't the best shooting team against the Mavs. Even when they won games, they were not shooting the best. I want to see which Clippers team shows up. I actually, I, it's going to be a really fun. It's going to be very physical. Both these teams are very physical. And I'm excited for it, man. Yeah, I think the Clippers. I think the Clippers will win and make it really, really tough, though. And I would not be surprised if the Clippers won this series. Uh, you said, you said like, it was kind of like you know you want to steer away from that, like picking the Clippers now. But I do see them like talent wise so good, and like as I said, they put it together in certain games against the Mavs. So I think they can. They have a really good chance to win this series. And but I think Jazz do win it in seven. Yeah, it's home me, court's a big deal. Utah, Utah's different. Yeah, playing in Utah, it, like it really is. And uh, I kind of think it's yeah. With my prediction, I mean, I mentioned pick the Clippers, but moving on uh, originally. But it's really just whoever wins the series, in my opinion, is moving on. Like we kind of said, it's. I mean, this is the ser- To be honest, this is the series I've been looking forward to. Uh, like when I saw the you know the second round you know matchups, this is the the one I've been looking forward to the most. So. Yeah. I, I would love a seven-game series. I think it'd be incredible. I think Game Seven in Utah, how how crazy that place gets. So it'd be fun to watch. But one one thing I kind of want to point out, which I think, or two things actually. Um, one thing, Kawhi could probably take the take drive the ball on the Mavs probably every possession if he wanted to. I don't think he's gonna be able to do that this one or this go around. I think like with Gobert being there, they're gonna have to alter their game a bit. Uh, and the second thing is the Mavs bench is horrible and. I think the Jazz have a pretty good bench. So when Kawhi goes off the floor, like what's the offensive production going to be from the Jazz? And I think that's kind of like one thing I'm looking forward to because the Mavs got six bench points today. Six points. I mean, the Jazz average. That's a shortened shortened bench, though. That is a shortened bench like in the playoffs. But, yeah, I know what you mean. I still – I don't disagree with you. The the Jazz bench is – I mean, they have two – yeah. Two uh, six men of the year average, players like last round they averaged two uh, front runners. Yeah, last round they averaged thirty four points a game off the bench. So that's the thing. I th- well, Clark Clarkson averages like 20. almost twenty off the yeah. bench by himself, and like Ingles is a good player. Like everyone on the yeah, they're deep, man. They're deep. Derek Favors is no slouch. 
um, when Gobert has to get some rest. Like, they're good. Favors is no slouch. They're a good team. Niang is a really good shooter. Yeah. And um, literally they have, like, a backup to every player. I mean, Bogdanovich's backup is Niang, who's literally, like, a three-point specialist who can fill it up. Like, Derek Favors is a capable backup. Like, Clarkson's a good backup. And I'm curious to see if, if um, what they do with their starting lineup if um, – Conley doesn't play. Do they slide Ingles into the starting lineup? Like, well, we're going to have to see. Um, it's going to be a good one, though. It's going to be some chess pieces. It really is. It's going to be some chess moves, as I said. But I, I'm, I'm super excited. Physical teams. I love this old-school type of basketball. Like, these guys, these guys, like, are there. They they grind it out. I think man. it's – And I, I'm excited for this I think series. it's going to be chippy also. I think these teams are going to, like, feed off the crowd. And I think it's going to get – I think it's going to get chippy. They got, they got some nastiness to them, man. Joe Ingles is a – very clean trash talker, and I love yeah. it. He, I mean, we remember him getting into dude Paul George versus Joe Ingles back in the day. That was huge, yeah. and that's about to happen again. Joe Ingles loves to talk smack to Paul George, and Joe Ingles owns Paul George in the postseason, I know. like statistically. But um, and there's a lot of times where he hit a bucket in Paul George's face and talks some smack, and I love it. I love the chippiness. I'm excited. It's gonna be good. Who doesn't want to see Joe Ingles talk smack? Man? <laughs> I love it. But yeah, we'll. Uh... We'll get on to the next series. So we got the got the Suns and the Nuggets. Uh, how are you feeling after uh, kind of watching both uh, lot, both series last time? So I came away impressed with the Suns as I talked about beating my Lakers. Um, I think they're better than I thought they would be. I I do think that they are the front runners in this series. I think they will win this series. Um, but it's a similar. I think it's a similar thing, man. Like. Denver was very inconsistent in the first round. Like, yeah, they won it, and they won it pretty convincingly in the last couple games, in the last two games. But, I mean, I mean, one of them was a, like, double overtime game. Their game just hit ridiculous shots. But, like, they're, both these teams are very, very good. I just don't see... It comes down to how far can Jokic carry you. And DeAndre Ayton showed me something in the first round. Um... He's a lot more nasty and, like, a little bit more aggressive and physical than I, I saw in the regular season. And I think that's going to hurt Jokic a little bit. I think I think Jokic is going to be hindered a little bit. And I know that Monty Williams is a fantastic coach. And I just don't see the Nuggets being able to slow down Devin Booker. And Aiton, like I said, coming off a strong series, it's going to help him the rest of the postseason. Uh, Jokic is going to try to do too much, in my opinion. And Michael Porter Jr., of course, is a bucket. But we forget how good, like, think about the way that, another chess piece thing, think about the way that Monty Williams changed how he played LeBron in this series. Like, he he built a wall um, to stop LeBron. And, I mean, I, I see something similar. Not a wall, obviously, because Jokic isn't the physical beast that LeBron is. But I see them game planning to stop Jokic. And I just don't think the role players on the Nuggets can step up enough. I don't think I don't see Jake I don't see um sorry. Um Michael Porter Jr. doing enough. I think he's gonna have a fantastic series. I don't think Campazo will be amazing in this series. Like Chris Paul just gets into people's heads at point guard and he's a pest, but I think I th- I think I just think that the Suns are the better team and I, th- I I gotta rely on that. I think the Suns are a better team. They're physical and they're gonna they're gonna wear down the Nuggets. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same way. I think, what do you think uh, Todd? DeAndre Aiden played a. Sorry, I didn't give a prediction on on games. I think they went Suns in six. and six. 
Yeah, mine is yeah, also seven, seven six. six. I think uh, I'm kind of with you on Aiden slowing Jokic, uh, slowing him down just enough to where it makes a difference. But I think the difference, like in the series, will just gonna come down to the backcourt. I don't think uh, Composo and players like Austin Rivers and Morris like will have enough to like stop Paul and Booker. And I think that's going to be something they just can't overcome. I think you're going to have games where Jokic will just explode, carry the team, and then they'll get those, you know, probably one at home and one on the road. But overall, I think the Suns will just kind of command command the series uh, from start to finish. And, you know, as long as Paul stays healthy, I think the, the Suns win the series in six. It's kind of the one thing I'm, like, kind of nervous about. We talked about in the Sixers series with uh, – Embiid staying healthy, um, you know. Paul seems to have his has like, you know, issues his past past seasons uh, health wise. But I think uh, if it's just on paper, like you know, he's staying healthy and Booker's playing the way he played last series, especially in that last game. I uh, yeah, I definitely think uh, Suns and six. Yeah, and I already I can already tell you what the Suns game plan offensively is going to be. It's going to be put Chris Paul. And Devin Booker in a pick and roll with DeAndre Ayton and make Jokic yeah, either that. step up yeah. or work. And we already know how Chris Paul is, how smart he is. Dude, Booker is so smooth off that pick and roll. I just don't see I don't see the Nuggets having enough um I even if they had Jamal Murray, I don't I think they that. won the series. I think the Suns the Suns are legitimate. They're so good. <laughs> they are I mean, they just beat my Lakers. And I mean a lot of people had the Lakers going to the Western Conference Finals, maybe winning it all. Um, and we, I don't think, I think we discredit what the Suns did because we like look at the Lakers' loss. But the Suns are better than even I thought they were, and I came away impressed with how they beat down my Lakers. Uh, Jay Crowder played fantastic series, and I don't think the Suns continue to shoot with like sixty percent from three like they did against the Lakers. But I do think that. There's enough defensive liabilities, such as Jokic playing that pick and roll, where I think the Suns will shoot a very high percentage and be very effective. I think. And I think they. Win, I think also. As uh, I said, in six. You know, Booker averaged about thirty a game last series, and I thought the Lakers, mm-hmm. uh, the Lakers perimeter defenders are so much better than what the Nuggets have. You know, I think Cruz is a pretty underrated defender, and Schroeder is a pretty underrated defender. Yeah, I just he think is. that they, and, and if he scored. Yeah, exactly. KCP. And he scored thirty a game on them. So if he scored thirty a game on them, I I, I think uh, you know they'll probably be more of the same with the Nuggets. Think about this too. He scored thirty a game with him having two off games against yep. the Lakers. He had two yeah, he really did. bad games against the Lakers, and he still averaged thirty a game. So I just think his points will come easy. They're going to run that pick. They're going to abuse that pick and roll all day, and Aiden's going to roll hard off of that pick and roll, make Jokic work a bit. Jokic is going to be exposed a little bit defensively. Um, he's not the worst defender, but I think they're going to make him move his feet a little bit and, and tire him out so he can't play as well offensively. I still think he's going to have a great series. I just think the, the Suns are going to win because they're going to they know how to. They they're Monty Williams is a fantastic coach, man. He I mean he coached with Popovich for a little yeah. bit. Anyone we already know what Pop Pop does for um, for players to so think about coaches real quick. What he would do. Yeah, for them. Booker just seems. Um, yeah, Booker just seems on another level, like in terms of his focus right now, and the veteran that, and, and then like veteran man. leadership from Chris Paul is like just unmatched. I mean, from what he did with OKC last year, should just be like proof that well, teams he goes on, you know, just seem to win. I mean, they don't win at all, but they they definitely make make runs for sure. 
Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it seems like we agree on who's going to win in these series, but I think they're both series that we're looking forward to having and seeing. Um, when we still have our bet on the line, I guess there won't be much movement in terms of our bet. But we're, we, like I said, we're going to yeah. talk, talk about the details. I think, you know, we, we reward like something like two points if we pick the right team and like we like find a pointing system for like the the series number, right? Like we'll, we'll figure it's it not, out. It's not important. We can get to uh, it later time. But... <laughs> Well, you just say that because you're down, but I understand. Yeah, no, it is. It isn't important. I mean, we're more. I'm more yeah. excited about the basketball games and in the series. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's our that's our Western Conference um, predictions for round two. I said, I said the Jazz in seven and the Suns in six. Todd, you had the the Jazz in six and the yeah, Suns based, in six. Based on those predictions, if we and, uh, get to see I like think, a Jazz Suns uh, Western Conference Finals, I would love that. I would pretty much actually any of the four teams. You can't really go wrong with either of them, but those two teams, especially like with how they played this season, would be really fun to watch. Yeah, I agree. I think, dude, the West is just. I'm gonna say this, non-biased, and just I. I hope you guys don't hate me for saying this, but I just think the West just has better basketball teams, and so I'm more excited about these series than the other series. But I'm not saying the other series aren't good, like they are. But I'm just saying, like I, I, I'm so excited for the like, the aggressiveness and physicality in in the first series that we talked about, and then I'm also excited to see like two young teams and Devin Booker like you know kind of have like this new ascendance into like yeah. are you a superstar or not, Devin Booker? Right? Can you be? Can you? Can you do this? Um, and also you know see if Chris Paul is finally going to ring win a ring. But I think the Suns and the Jazz were the two best teams in the regular season. Yep. Like record wise shows that and like. Just like how they, you know, how they quietly just climbed the West, the tough West, and like staved off, you know, obviously the Clippers tanking on purpose at the end changed that. But I think they've been the two best teams in the regular season, and we had doubts about them still. And we, and like those doubts stem from like, we don't know, right? Because we're so, we're so in love with like the Lakers, and we're so in love with the Clippers, and we're so like in love with like the Nuggets, right? Like teams have done it before, and yeah. these teams have never done it before, right? And so, I think I think we underrated both these teams, even though they were two best teams in the regular season. And so they have a chance to play, like they have a chance to prove those people wrong and play in this and play in the Western Conference Finals. Like think about that: who had the Jazz Suns in the Western Conference Finals at the beginning of the year? No one. Like before the year started, the Jazz were like projected to be like a seven seed. Yeah, <laughs> like it's crazy. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited about this. Um, we're going to see what happens. Um, we're going to talk more about it and be on the lookout for a recap episode tomorrow, by the way, uh, we'll be dropping that, um, here, yeah. um, tomorrow. And we're going to talk about game ones of, of the, I guess the Eastern conference so far. And maybe we'll probably even talk about game one of the, of this first series, uh, the Suns. Nugget series as well. So recap Monday. Exactly. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, just make sure to follow along on Spotify and Apple Podcast. All right. For sure. You got anything else? Oh man. Hey. I can't yeah, wait we'll, to see we'll, we'll... Todd do this combine. And I'm so glad the Clippers. I I, I just have to say this one more thing. I'm so glad right, the Clippers won. The Mavs are trash. I was wrong about you guys, but, but Mavs are trash. <laughs> All right. Until next time. <laughs>